I started off with wanting to do a lot of things, but not really knowing the roadmap. And uh, I feel like you guys provide a really solid, detailed roadmap, you know, where it takes the emotion out of it, where you just feel like, okay, based on this and this and this, you know, this is what the purchase price should be. And then all the pre-bid and post-bid steps. Absolutely. You get the roadmap. You get a, a really strong, solid roadmap and you get confidence because yeah. when you know what, you know, where you know where you're going and why you're doing it, you just get a lot of confidence too. So, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I'm ready to jump in the, 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 the second part immediately. Like, I'm like, when do we start? You know, because I, it, it's, it's given me like a whole roadmap of where I want to go, where I want to take it. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah. And I would, I mean, I would recommend it wholeheartedly. It's uh it just gives you the steps of what to do and why. As always, subscribe and click the notification bell on our YouTube channel. Be active on our Facebook group, East Coast Distressed Note Investing. And be sure to go to our website for all your note investing tools, resources, and available assets. If you have any questions, email us at tradedesk at jkpholdings.com. Welcome, everybody. Dave Putz here from JKP Holdings. Alongside me, as always, Mr. Nathan Turner. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be. Hopefully, everyone can hear us fine today. Hopefully, everyone's having a good Friday day um, and look forward to an enjoyable weekend, safe and healthy weekend. Um, I know people will be celebrating everything else. Please be safe. Yeah. You know, it, it's this time of year, things are hectic preparing for next year, but this week's been crazy for me. How's it been for you? Yeah, nuts. We had some house guests show up here this week, and so it's just been go, go, go. And they're out at the ski hill today. I'm going to join them later after we're done. <laughs> Good. Um, so it, interesting to say that, you know, you know, we spend time with our kids and our family during this time, um, but we see each other video enough. It's really awesome. And uh, for those who don't know, me and Ethan exchange Christmas gifts every year to kind yeah. of just celebrate our time together and whatnot. Um, so I'm looking forward to open it this weekend, um, and I'm sure we'll enjoy it. Um, I presume we got our gift from... from we did. Awesome. We did. It was very good. Thank you very much. Awesome. <laughs> so I, I wanted to get into this topic, which is really cool, because a lot of people take a lot of beginner classes out there. Mm -hmm. um, and we run into a lot of people out there who don't understand the space want to dive in, nervously dive in, which is good. What are your thoughts on um, how people approach this space when they first get in? You know, I've, I've been approached by a number of people that ask about books, and there are a few books out there, but um, because it's such a broad topic, it's tough to put everything into one book. Uh, and you can put like a few case studies and things like that, and the books that are out there are great, um, but it's limited because there's only so much you can explain and talk about in a book versus in some kind of a class uh, where you've got different participation and questions and things and all those kind of things come up and it, it really helps just to have uh, kind of that discussion going. So I, there are a couple of books out there. They're great. And I know the guys that wrote them and they're fantastic. Uh, but, but it's only a slice of what you can learn because um, it's such a big topic. Yeah, and also the networking is a big thing, right? Yes. Watching a video YouTube is great out there, but just balancing thought processes, live feed, uh, 
to other people. And those people around you need to be at the same level you are. Um, yeah. I've been part of these mastermind classes where you kind of be the smartest person in the room or do people are way above your level and it just doesn't fit what you're looking for. Right. Um, and practicality, doing the, the work, not just worrying about theory, but actually diving in and practicing and making mistakes is, I think, a key item learning anything you do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I know both you and I both took classes early on and, and learned. I, I took classes from several different people, actually, and, and took bits and pieces that I liked. And not that the rest of it wasn't valuable, but uh, but a big part of that was just the networking and getting to meet a different crowd of people. Yeah. Uh, that was a big deal. Absolutely. I agree with you. I think, you know, meeting different people and different people in the space that have different processes of how they do things and yeah. making your own is crucial. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to hear um, some of the guests. I know um, what our plan today was to have David and uh, Candace come on. Candace actually had a back out last minute, um, so it's unfortunate. Um, but it's it's interesting when we first got connected, Dave, who joined our, our last class on this. He had experience he didn't realize he had. Yeah. And then he brought that that connection, which was really cool. Um, and we're going to introduce him in just a moment. But before we go there, I, I want to say that um, those who are watching us or who are self finance people, um, you guys are awesome. It is blowing up like crazy on the back end uh, with self finance deals and opportunities and whatnot. I got presented as a commercial opportunity today um, oh, that I'm going to apply by the first and the second screen created. Um, and then we have our own connections. So if you guys are self financing subject twos, please let us know some assets you're looking to sell. Um, and those are people who want to buy. Uh, we'll be, you know, passing along anything that doesn't fit our our cup of tea. But it's been awesome. It's yeah, really I talked to just somebody yesterday. Actually, two people yesterday, and and the one lady, she's she says, "Wait a second, wait a second. So I can create a note like this. I can pay off what I'm into it for, plus make some money, plus keep a second and get some residual income." I'm like, "Yeah, you can do all that." And she's like, "Oh my goodness!" Like. <laughs> blew her mind and she's like oh okay i can do this a lot i'm like that's fantastic keep it we gotta bridge that gap right yeah. of the note buyer world and the originator world which those we haven't publicized it yet we will after this january 13th we'll be having two big big subject to buyers originators on to talk about how to create a note securely successfully so that it follows all the laws but also what would make that note the most valuable part what features of it do you even to make sure you add to the note when you create it? There's originations, there's licenses, debt licenses, all that stuff, but making notes that are sellable but also secure enough is crucial. So and, then, and you're creating it, usually you're creating it. Um most people I think get into seller financing so that they can create their note and keep it. What if you wanted to sell it? What if you wanted a lump sum of cash at some point? Uh, wouldn't it be nice to be able to have it created properly so that you can get that? Uh, and then if you want, there, it, you can actually structure it as a business where you can go out and keep creating notes and selling them and creating notes and selling them and just have that ongoing. Yes. So things to think about. Yeah, absolutely. So um, please feel free to let us know what you got going on the outside. Post some comments in the feed. We're on LinkedIn and Facebook. And this will obviously be on YouTube. Um, feel free to take a look at it. We also have our podcast. Um, but let's dive into... Uh, what we got going on here. It is amazing. Uh, when we first did this idea of um, getting into a, 
uh, sorry about that. So getting into this idea of teaching, we really weren't looking, planning on doing a teaching method, but we walked into um, paper source last May. Um, we got approached by a few people that took some advanced classes and stuff like that. But when they heard us speak, they didn't learn some of the stuff that we talk about. Right. So we decided to put together uh, a five and a 10 week, which is an extension of five week class uh, of topics that we feel is crucial and homeworks and sessions and whatnot. So we have David Gomez with us today. David, yeah. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, it's been a few minutes on a Friday morning to you uh, in California and uh, yeah. sharing your, your information. Yeah, no, no, I'm glad to be here. It's funny you mentioned paper source because I actually went to paper source. It was the first thing I kind of dipped in there. I'm, I'm in Vegas quite a bit and uh, I stopped by one of those and and uh, one of the days and, and saw a little bit of talk and this and that. And But yeah, I, I, it's funny because I, I, I had kind of looked, dabbled around a little bit, looked at it. I'm obviously interested. I have a pretty deep mortgage background. Um, and I was interested in investing my own money in something that I can have a lot of control over. I'd heard about notes, uh, figured I've done just about everything in mortgage loans. This shouldn't be too hard to figure out. Uh, it kind of was. <laughs> it, it, it really was. I mean, I, I was confused from the get-go, just kind of looking around because everybody kept talking about bidding on UPB, percentage of UPB and this and that, and just having a mortgage background and understanding rates, I kept thinking like, well, this doesn't make sense. Like just a percentage off of, it's not all, everything's not equal. It's different rates. And then I happened to catch um, a video with you guys and Joe Kennedy, yeah. where you guys talked about bidding okay. uh, based on a specific <laughs> yield or return. And that's when I was like, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Now this, this is starting to make sense. And that's, that's how I got turned on to you guys. And, uh, and uh, yeah, then I signed up for the mastermind course and yeah. got going. So let's back up for a minute. Yeah. Where's your background? What's your background in? How did you come across notes? Give us a little bit of the backstory. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, uh, years ago I started working at, well, currently I, I, I run a solar energy provider, uh, I've done for about eight, nine years before that, long before that I got into the mortgage industry as a mortgage originator with countrywide. So started off with countrywide, like 20, like 20 years, a little over 20 years ago, um, was there for a while. It was a great place to learn, did hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands of loans, every month, I mean, total. Um, and then I opened up my own mortgage company. And uh, from there, I mean, we rode the wave of the mid 2000s, you know, mortgage <laughs> market. Yeah, it really was. It was like the wild west of like, you know, mortgage originating, right? Like it's before, you know, before the big crash and everything, it was, uh, we did we did it all. And, uh, you know, saw the crash <laughs> up and close, you know, saw the crack starting to show. And then eventually it was like, you know, it just it just really got crazy. Um, and then from there, we also got into uh, loan modifications. We did a ton, working with banks, we did a ton of modifications. Mm -hmm. um, so plenty of experience there. From there, I, I, I entered the, uh, the solar energy in the industry, but I always, you know, I, I did mortgage loans for so long that I understand it. I love the idea of it being collateralized by real estate. Mm -hmm. So, uh, about a year ago, I had a friend of mine 
that I used to work with at Countrywide mentioned that he had worked at a place with another guy, another mutual friend from Countrywide, um, and they were working in notes. And he originally came to me about getting a job working in solar, and he started talking about notes. And I was like, hold, well, hold on, forget, yeah, we can talk about the job later, but let's talk about this. This is interesting. You know, and he started talking about, um, you know, performing notes, non-performing notes, and, and how they did modifications and this and that. And I just thought like, oh, wow, this is really interesting because this is, this is like right up my alley, what I understand. And, and so I thought, at that point, I thought, this isn't going to be very hard at all. I'm just going to like figure it out, get into it, you know. <laughs> and uh, my friend couldn't really tell me like, because I was trying to like, okay, so how do you figure out exactly like how to, what, what to bid? And he didn't really understand, even though he had worked on the back end collecting and all that stuff, doing modifications, he didn't really understand how to bid on it or how it was. And I talked to a couple of people trying to figure out, figure that out. And nobody could really tell me, you know, it was a lot of like, oh yeah, just, you just bid on a percentage of the UPB. So I'm like, okay, I get that. UP, but how do you know how does, it didn't, didn't make sense. And a lot of, a lot of people couldn't really give me a straight answer on that. I was, ah, just bid on it. You know, you, you bid low and then you sell high. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, all right. But so it didn't really make sense until i saw that video where i was like that's it of course you, you have a specific yield or return in mind and then you back your way into what the purchase price is going to be mm -hmm. that made perfect sense yeah mm -hmm. um yeah so but yeah it, it's definitely a little more confusing than what i would you know with my background in mortgages i thought like oh yeah i'm just gonna dive right in and figure this out but yeah there's that's uh it's a little different there's a whole world in notes that doesn't seem to like follow the whole yield or specific return. It's just interesting with that kind of background. And it was yeah, still you think kind the of math would be there, right? Yeah. 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 I thought it was just a, I mean, a mortgage calculator, you whip it out and you, you know, but yeah, it, it took quite some time. And I talked to a lot of people. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We're hopefully going to change the world with the theories out there. Whoever's teaching it, hopefully we'll, we'll convert them as well. Yeah. So one of the, some of the things that you share in the class was really interesting to me is that like while you're a countrywide, which those who don't know, go watch Big Short and find all about countrywide, <laughs> right? right. Um, that you every week you walked in and your origination got easier and easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was actually even like after I left countrywide when I was running my own mortgage company, because then you had uh, you had wholesale reps or account managers show up and they're pushing their product basically like, hey, we're from so-and-so bank. These are our underwriting guidelines. And every week, practically, they got smaller and smaller. Like wow. you would go from, you know, you, and you would be able to lend more. That was a crazy thing. Like, you know, your LTV got higher and higher to the point where you were at 100% financing. And they went from wanting to see income documentation on everything, pay stubs and W-2s, to not wanting to see pay stubs or W-2s, but show us a bank statement that they have money at least. And then it went to don't show us the bank statement just tell us how much they have you know so it, it just it got wow. smaller and smaller and smaller and uh, yeah eventually there really weren't any guidelines you know I wonder what happens. Smokes. yeah I wonder why, yeah why everything kind of changed right right which sounds totally insane at that just curious at that time did you think this is dangerous or was it just like yeah whatever at the time everybody was so into that 
values will just keep, you know, values were just, just increasing and increasing. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody had the idea, oh, you'll just refinance. You'll just refinance. You, you'll, you just bail yourself out. You know, okay, great. You're in this pay option arm, which is you, where you pay 1% of the interest, but your rate is 6%. So your balance is actually growing every month. Pretty scary, right? But you'll just refinance. It's, it's like it, it, you know, we, we used to always show, show everybody a 30-year fixed. Yeah. But it got to the point that, you know, th- here's a 30-year fixed. Okay, so here's the 3% interest only, you know, and the payment is a third of what it is on the 30-year fixed. No homeowner would yeah. ever touch that 30-year fixed. It got to the point where you could try to push this, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't do any loans. You had to, like, have the coolest, newest product. Um, and that's – so everything was just – I think – Every everything was just based on that the values were going to keep rising. Yeah, fascinating. Huh. Well, it's weird that you you came on the scene with very little education because you leaned on your history and your knowledge and your experience to kind of get you into a sector that you partially knew already. Yeah, um, yeah. So you dove in with us head first. Um, what was your first impression of this idea of the pathway of class homework? taking, t- t- you know, accountability kind of thing and having that kind of conversation. What was your first impression of walking in? I loved it because there's structure to it. You know, first we started talking about a buy box, about creating your buy box and what do you want to have in it and this and that. Super structured, right? Like that's, that's and that was the first time I really heard about a buy box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I actually heard about it first. I think on, in, on I saw a video with you you guys in Candace. Yes, you guys did. And she mentioned her buy. You guys guys were talking about a buy box. So once you guys started talking about that, putting that together felt really like, okay, this is structured. This is actually, you know, we have intentions here of what I want to do. So that and then from there, I mean, obviously, we just we started looking at buy box, filtering tape based on your buy box, not just looking at all these, you know, loans just because they're on the tape filtering yeah. it down so you actually look at what it is you're interested in or what you're you know yeah uh, which was really cool and then just 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 going from there the whole calculator you know building your own calculator putting it together and and uh and, th- and i love that whole idea i mean there's so much more that I, eventually i want to like you know help you know with you guys' help like build that out you know it's easy to run a calculation on one single last on a, a financial calculator right that the yield is a very easy quick formula yeah but Working on non-performing or even performing with the possibility of going non-performing, yeah. that calculator is completely different from an easy, simple, five-value financial calculator, right? Can you share a little about what you learned with building building a non-performing bid calculator that can automate your bidding process? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the the whole thing. The, the fact that it takes into account expenses like foreclosure expenses, Um you know, and you start, you, you really start focusing on worst case scenarios mm-hmm. and the, the scenarios that are most likely to happen <laughs> right off the bat, basically, because you have everything spread out. I, I love that. I mean, it's, it's, and it, it takes into account all those, you know, potential foreclosure, you know, insurance, time, all, zone, all, time, all. time frames, right? Foreclosure yeah, time yeah. Frames, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, time, yeah. Right. Time frames. And then, you know, and then backing right back into the specific rate that you're looking for or return that you're looking for, yield that you're looking for. Um, yeah. So that it's just so structured, you know, it's not, 
it's not just sitting there with a loan calculator in your hand and just like, you know, okay, uh, here's what I want to, what I'm hoping, you know, and deducting the, the servicing fee out of the payment, you know, and then backing into it to see what, you know, what the actual real rate is. Because yeah. that off the, right off the bat, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a mortgage guy and I, right, I didn't think of that. Like, of course, that 50, whatever it is, $35, $30, whatever it is, you deduct that out of the payment, that's going to change your rate of return yeah, immediately. Yeah. Um, no, so I, I love that the whole structure of the calculator and there's a lot more that I need to learn there. I mean, you know, net present value and all that stuff, like really understanding it, wrapping my head around it, but, um, and yeah. IRR, right? People calculate everything right. on yield and whatnot. We talked, discussed in the class that not all loans go 30 years, right? You may yeah. not have a loan go for 20 years. It right. may only last for seven and you have mm -hmm. to project that, that what happens if, and you can sell a loan in five years. So it's yeah, yeah. And reinstatement. You know, that's one oh, thing yes. I haven't really taken into account. What if they reinstate? Yeah. You know, uh, stuff like that. I mean, the yeah, possibility of that, that you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. could be a great thing. It could be a terrible thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So when you're building that calculator, it, you're right. You can constantly add on. There's nothing fixed about it. It, it, it morphs as you grow. Um, but having that mindset and that addition to do it, like you can do it for multiple assets. We, we're showing you how you can go by row and pop, 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 and you just change it and automatically calculate all your information within seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've kind of right now, mine's like a hybrid of it's like got Nate's calculator, but then it's yeah. got Dave's like, you know, being able to pull from different, you know, you can have like 15 different loans and you just change the number and all of a sudden all the numbers change and which is really cool. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. If That's you awesome. didn't take this class, this this class, where do you think you'd be with your note investing? I feel like I would be in the kind of in the same spot where I just realized it's about bidding on a specific yield, but you know the the actual structure of it, because that that's where I start to get confidence is the structure, laying it out a certain way, you know, the buy box, and then from there filtering the tape, and then you know adding, making sure you have everything covered, you know, all the different worst case scenarios based on a certain rate that you want or a yield that you want rate of return that you want. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, kind of backing into it. And then at that point, start selecting ones that you want to bid on. And then the whole pre-bid due diligence, you know, you guys went really deep into that step by step by step. Yeah. You know, I, I basically took notes and then I rewrote the notes every week just to like really go over it and have it nice and clean. Um, yeah, you know the the pre bid and then the post bid, like after the the bid's been accepted. So, just yeah. having step, it's you guys really went through it step by step by step by step. And I think a lot of people need that, especially when you're when you're starting off. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a roadmap of like, okay, all right, this is it's easy. Yeah, it also takes the emotion out of it, right? You, yeah, feeling exactly. Like, oh, I like this. I don't like that. It really kind of clearly goes through and says, okay, here's your scenarios. Here's what happens. And it almost you turn your brain off to the point yeah. where you plug, go, 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 because you set up the box to accept things and then kick it back out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just becomes a numbers game at that point. Absolutely. People ask me all the time, so do you travel to go look at these houses? And I said, no, I don't. And, and part of it is because it's convenient and I don't have to. But part of it is once you actually get into a property, if you, if, if you 
spend too much time on a property, you get emotionally involved in that property. Right, right. Uh, and then you're like, well, this could work. If we just did this, this could work. And if we just, you know, did, I think I can make this one work. And I, I, I learned that early, early on is like, don't try to make something work. Yeah. Go I remember the numbers. you said that. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah, the numbers just, work, do yeah, it. If they work, if the they work don't but work. don't try to push the numbers to make them work. Yeah. No, no. If it works, great. If it doesn't, there's another one. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love the idea of taking the emotion out of it, that it's just, yeah. it's just numbers. It's going to fit into, and this is the purchase price based on your numbers and everything you've put into the calculator. Yeah. What was one big surprise that you didn't expect from the class, either what you learned or how you feel now that if you look back, you say, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. Anything that you, that you learned or what you feel like now that was different prior to taking it? I think the 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 loan calculator just being it's just that getting get it being so structured to me like there there's that that just makes me feel comfortable because it's like all right let me just go through the process the steps here and at the end of the day it's going to spit out what you know what I can pay for something yeah based on the return it was just so structured and I love that I I, I love structure period but <laughs> that just it makes it makes you confident you know it's not you're not winging it you know or like off the top of your head trying to remember things it's all there you know it's very similar when you originate a note right there's no feeling when you originate a note you wrote you run the numbers you run the calculation you plug it into into an agreement form and you go with it right? yeah no yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's only the loan officer just like you know please approach uh, approach <laughs> this <loan. laughs> yeah. yeah but no there's it's it's you, you it either that's the way it's supposed to be with originating with underwriting you know you either qualify or you don't right so uh, like I said before, Candace was unable to make it. Um, Dave was going to be part of our second five-week course. We're going to run that in February. We are restarting the, the five-week course uh, January 3rd, next Tuesday. Um, so uh, I'm going to provide you guys with a, a link. Uh, it's just a form for those who are attending today's webinar. I'll put that in the uh, Facebook chat as well as in the, uh, Zoom, uh, the LinkedIn um, for those who are interested. And if you're interested in getting into it, let us know. Um, we're inside the email should be a, a code uh, to get some discount off on the, the first five weeks and whatnot if you want to get into it. Um, uh, to me, I think it's valued awesomely um, because I think that the resources, the data points, the time frames for foreclosure, all that built into this, like you have the resources at your fingertips. It's almost like you just plug and play from here and you're now in a position to start buying notes. In that first five weeks, you're ready to go. And, and it, the fun thing for Dave and I is this is actually fun for us. We, it's not like we're trying to build an empire of, of students and all that kind of thing. We actually just enjoy doing this. It's just yeah. fun. And so we're, we're more than happy just to share what we've learned and, yep. and our process and, and what we do today versus what we did 10 years ago. And we uh, share a lot. You know, Before we went on, I was sharing with David about some of the stuff we got going on in the background and yeah. some of the cool stuff to build in 2023 which I think will be ridiculously awesome. Um, some of us that we're already getting into mm-hmm. uh, has changed how I'm looking at things already. Um, and that's okay. Um, we're not going to buy tra- traditional situations as we used to uh, because of the returns we're getting on other ends of things. Um, and we'll talk about that in the class as well. And quick plug, we'll be talking about that kind of thing at DME. Coming up Please make sure you get down to Nashville. Yeah. Check out DME. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, and you know, talking about all networking kinds of cool stuff. with people, right? It's all about the networking. Get down to DME, 
join the classes and start networking and have that constant conversation because these people will help you grow and challenge you and make you better. Yeah. Um, I like to be challenged. I'm sure you guys all do too. Um, if you have Take a question, David, please feel free to put in the chat. I know it's a holiday weekend. Um, so we'll see what goes on with everyone else going on here. Yeah. Um, when you go through due diligence, you know, I'm not sure, David, if you've done a deal yet. I know numbers are kind of crazy right now. Where was your weakness or where were you nervous about besides pricing? Where was your fear with due diligence on what to look at? I think just the steps themselves, right? Like, cause that's not having, having gone through it and, you know, due diligence, that makes perfect sense to me, but, but what are the steps? And uh, we just went through like the, the steps one by one. I mean, like I've, I've like typed it all out based on, you know, what we went over and that, that gave me just having, you know, like I mentioned from the pre-bit, like starting with your buy box and then filtering the tape and then entering in, all, you know, all the loans there and then one by one going through them to, to make sure you had all the expenses of covered for worst case scenarios and exits and stuff like that. Uh, that gives me a lot of confidence. I, I mean, I have a step by step. It takes the emotion out of it. It's a roadmap, you know, just go through it. Uh, and then the same thing with the post bit, you know, yep. I'm just like now starting to, you know, stick my toe in the water, really plan on getting pretty active here in January. Uh, you know, December is just such a crazy month with everything going on. One of the things we we wanted to have in part of this whole thing is that you're going to do things, right? You're going to walk away. You're building the calculator. We're not showing you a calculator and saying, here you go. How difficult was it to play and start messing with things and fixing things and adjusting things? Mm -hmm. How difficult was it at first to just get used to it? I mean, I think at first when you look at a calculator, right, you know, obviously, Dave, you've got like the Star Wars of all calculators, calculator to end all calculators, right? Like it's it's pretty pretty impressive when you first see it, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I started, you know, with Nathan's and then started making tweaks here and there and everything. But once you understand it, once you wrap your head around it and you just do it over and over and mess with it, it's not that complicated anymore. You know, that's the great thing. For those people who are using just time value calculations or percentage UPB, what do you say to them that never had a non-performing calculator? Yeah, no, that's, I mean, it, yeah, if, you, if you're basing anything just on UPB, I mean, that's, there's just a whole world that's missing there because a 3% loan is not the same as a 12% rate loan, you know, yep. you can bid 80% of, you know, UPB on, on one and, 80% on the other, and you'll have completely different yields, completely different returns. One's not going to be, you're, you're going to need to discount it so heavily on a 3% note that, you know, it's not going to make sense. Probably not going to make sense for the seller. He's going to have to give it to you, give it away just about. And so, yeah, it, you, it, it's, you absolutely have to do this in order to completely understand bidding and, and the whole process of it. Yeah. I'm going to shake your head yeah, I've got yeah. Uh, I've got Candace's email here. Yeah, so Candace did write a little blurb up. She was unable to make it today. Yeah, um, and whatnot. And Stacy, uh, we have a form you can fill that uh, form out, and I'm sure I can get Nathan to send all the details over to you as well. Um, I can repost the 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 webinar form for you. Um, just send it, and then Nathan will get a link to it as well, Stacy. So uh, I'm sure Nathan yeah. will share it online here too. 
Wow. Yeah, DME tickets aren't live yet. They'll be live here in the first couple of weeks in January. Uh, we're just getting the payment, the payment thing set up. That's been more difficult than it should be, but we're going, <laughs> working on that. Should be fixed here. We're note investors, not sure. these uh, programmers and coders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so here's Candace's. <clears throat> so she says, uh, "Sorry, I couldn't be live with you on the call today. I wanted to share a few thoughts about your five-week and ten-week class series." The topics that most interested me in the first five weeks were the note math and building your financial calculator topics. As I mentioned in our previous conversation, I do have and use a, com a comprehensive bid calculator that I received as part of my other training, but I wanted to learn more about the way that they work and how to build one if I wanted to. Math has never been my strong suit and business math is newer to me, but your explanations and our discussions clarified a lot. What I gained from the past few weeks was a deeper understanding of how the bid calculator works and how to man manipulate the data in different ways, depending on your desired results. I also love seeing the differences between how the two of you approach your buy boxes and bid strategies and the resources you're sharing with the group uh, and will save with the group and will save newer investors uh, a lot of time for sure. It's incredibly helpful to have state specific resources all in one place and your 13 things to ask the seller for is definitely comprehensive. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, one thing I realized is that based on someone's preferred learning style, there are many ways to design and analyze or to show the calculations. This isn't something we talked about, uh, but as I was reviewing the videos and thinking about the various layouts on Dave's spreadsheet, I recognized that the visual way data is presented can make a big difference on how easily we understand what could be a complicated topic. Nathan and many others use the 10B2 calculator uh, to do the same thing in a seemingly simpler way, but that might not be enough for many others. I'm specifically thinking of the section of Dave's spreadsheet that has the four yellow boxes at the top to check for what you're looking to solve, whether yield, purchase price, number of months, or payment amount, and just thought that was a great visual presentation and method to play around with all the numbers from the various methods of, of manipulation. I always think there's a lot of value to be found in a group setting and loved hearing the questions and thought processes from everyone else as we had our discussion. And looking forward, I definitely think that the second five weeks is going to get even better, like compounded value. Uh, I think the advanced bankruptcy week and the advanced strategies weeks, which you said you'll cover topics like partials, creating notes, and REOs, will be exceptional addition and are, aren't strategies I've often, I've often seen offered in all in one place before. Uh, thanks so much for providing a small collaborative place for me to learn more about note math, the in-depth workings of spreadsheet analyzers, and your different perspectives on methods, and a great group of people to continue growing with. Wishing everyone peaceful and prosperous, prosperous New Year. So that's Candace. Thank you, Candace. I appreciate that. I'm doing, oh, that's nice. Watch it later. So it, it's great, right? Uh, and that's one of the things we wanted this class to do is have a lot of stuff in it. And it's weird hearing from other people like Candace, who's taking 10-week mastermind classes, Say to the class, I never learned that before. And yeah. it was really refreshing to us to say, wow, we're actually on the right pathway here. This isn't what we want to do. This is what we like doing. And we like sharing it. Yeah. Um, and I think that people who are nervous about spending some money on knowledge will supersede what you'll be in a position to do after you're done. It's, it's yeah. When you think about, you know, 12 years ago, 14 years ago, when we first started, oh my goodness, we didn't know anything, nothing. No. 
<laughs> nothing. And, and we were now literally making it up as we went, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and learning a financial calculator. I've never seen that before. I'd never even heard of it before. Yeah. And learning it all as we went. Uh, and then just being able to kind of give back and, and give that knowledge that we've acquired over the years has been, it's just, we were just lucky though, because the price was so low today, you can't get lucky. It's no. not in a market that you can just make an offer and, and be wrong somewhere and be okay because you can't buy as well as we used to buy. That's it's just it. We, we got lucky in the timing of it where we could make all kinds of mistakes and we'd still be okay. And today you, you can't make those same mistakes that we made. You, you yeah. get yourself in a bunch of trouble. So you have the knowledge part and also collaboration. These aren't people who are explaining what unpaid balance means, right? We're not right. explaining the basics. We're diving in and going into it and showing all different steps, but also showing like you, you can't always bid on a performing asset as a performing asset, right? You have to watch out for the gotchas unless you're buying a partial. Right. Um, it, but having that whole calculator out there and being able to switch from one loan to another, I think is the only way to go. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you're bidding out a performing asset, expecting to do what you're going to do, or going with a mindset that the borrower is going to do X yeah. is, is fool's gold to me. Yeah. And for this, even for the seller finance people, um, this is a whole other category of investing that, that you, you know, same like David, you've got some experience, but this is just different, a different spin on the same kind of thing. Uh, and just understanding the other side of the business. Yeah. And some of the people will be joining our next week classes um, are going to be some finance people. So mm-hmm. one part you may want to jump into is just to collaborate with these people. We, we need to talk to a woman the other day. She has 40 loans she wants to sell. And let me give you a little hint. The yield she's giving is not 10. Right. It's much higher, yeah. right? So those kind of people in your corner collaborating with, you can loan buy loans from her, other people she's already connected with. And this whole team builds bigger and bigger simply because the, what, who's part of that group will continue to grow. And we have some other ideas what we can do with the group once the 10 weeks over and what our thoughts are on that. Um, so stay yeah. tuned for that, that plan. But we're trying to grow a networking a team of different kind of investors with different backgrounds, different knowledge, and different yeah. success rates. Um, yeah. So and really just cool. to give a little bit more color on that, so she's selling those forty notes because she wants to invest into this hotel. I mean, that's fantastic. That's that's wonderful. I I can't even, you know, put my head around that. I've looked at hotels, but anyway, that's a different story. But but she's taking what she's got. Uh, getting the capital back out of it so she can go invest in something else that she finds fun and exciting. And even better than that, she's like, listen, I'm going to take that money and make 300%. So do you guys want a little 20% deal? Sure. Sure. She's literally going to make hundreds of 100%. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't really matter what her yield is to her. She just needs yeah. the capital. So there's a, there's a win-win on both sides that's astronomical. So yeah. Definitely jump into the class for that. Um, we'll be looking forward to having them on too and be part of a, a growing. So, yeah. yeah. Um, David, before we let you go, um, and uh, before Nathan asks this question too, uh, for those people who are interested in getting in, um, any final thoughts of you know why they should do it or why they why they shouldn't be held up on either the cost or the time? What are they investing in to make sure they get out of what they're putting in? 
Yeah, no, I mean, just based on my experience, I mean, I started off with wanting to do a lot of things, but not really knowing the roadmap. And uh, I feel like you guys provide a really solid, detailed roadmap, you know, where it takes the emotion out of it, where you just feel like, okay, based on this and this and this, you know, this is what the purchase price should be. And then all the pre-bid and post-bid steps. Absolutely. You get the roadmap. You get a, a really strong, solid roadmap and you get confidence because yeah. when you know what, you know, where you know where you're going and why you're doing it, you just get a lot of confidence too. So, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I'm ready to jump in the, 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 the second part immediately. Like, I'm like, when do we start? You know, because I, it, it's, it's given me like a whole roadmap, but where I want to go, where I want to take it. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah. And I would, I mean, I would recommend it wholeheartedly. It's uh it just gives you the steps of what to do and why. Thank you. That's, that's really good to hear because that was our, our goal. We wanted to give people confidence and just be on being able to move forward and actually get going. Yeah. Like not yeah. just thinking yeah. about it, not just, you know, right. oh, this and is really so cool. No, no, no. It's so Let's easy go. to do that. You can watch a bunch of videos and this and that, and dabble around, you know, but this actually gives you step-by-step step yeah. and gives you that confidence to, to get out there. Well, that's great. Good. So, um, before we let you go, Nate has one last question. For those yeah. who tune in, usually probably know this question, but go ahead. So you've got an interesting background coming from the countrywide in your own mortgage company. I mean, you saw it coming before. And so yeah. what, given that background and what you saw in the past, where are we today? Like, are we, what great kind question. of shades do you see? <laughs> yeah, no, great question. And, and here's why I believe it's different this time around. Not saying that obviously values are already starting to come down. I mean, I, I, I see it here in California. Mm. Uh, but back then, there was no income documentation, not even assets verified like that you had them in a bank statement. It was all just made up, basically. You know, it got yeah. to the point where they didn't want pay stubs, W-2s. You'd literally get people, the underwriter saying, hey, don't send it to me, because if you send it to me, we have to look at it. <laughs> don't send it to me, right? That that was what was going on back then. So yeah. it, it was built on just a house of cards. Today, all the loans that have been done in the last, you know, 10 years, they're all income verification. You know, they're, they're, they're legit loans. So that's why I don't think we're going to see the crash that we saw back then. Okay. You know, they're real loans. They were actually originated the right way. Whereas back then, there was no originating at one point. I mean, underwriting at one point. It was just all just, you know. Signing papers. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, although I think values are going to you know, come down and stuff like that based on high interest rates, et cetera. I don't think we're going to have the crash, anything close to what we had back then. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Do you still see a recession causing some kind of foreclosure influx? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, obviously, you know, out here, I mean, I see the California real estate market, the, the high rates have definitely pumped the brakes on it. I see sellers dropping their, you know, I still get all those emails and I see sellers just dropping their prices every week. They seem to be coming down. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the economy, nobody knows exactly where it's heading, but everybody's talking about recession. So I think it'll slow slow things down, but it just, I don't think it's going to go off a cliff like it did, you know, 10, 12 right. years ago. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Interesting. We'll see what happens here. Yeah. It'll be interesting yeah. to see. Uh, we'll definitely be season. sharing some of the things we'll be doing in 2023 in the class. I think that is the angle that if you still want to be with notes, I think you need to just shift what you've been doing to a different sector. Um, and there's a lot 
a lot, a lot, a lot available in that sector. So I look forward to bringing that a year. The three billion was it? Some of that it was nuts. I think it was, wow. wasn't it thirty billion? Thirty billion. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. That, wow. that are available, and there's different billions. ways of getting access to things that are that. But we're we're just tipping our tipping our toe in it, and it seems to be just pure gold at yeah. this point. So we're excited by it. So. Oh yeah. Well, I, I again, I'm going to disconnect from the Facebook Live, but we're going to do an after talk here. But I appreciate everyone coming on. Um, I hope everyone's weekend is good and healthy. Healthy. Uh, I know there's some people in our space are are feeling ill right now. I hope you guys get better. Um, yeah. and, and things kind of work out for you guys. Um, but stay safe. Uh, hope you have a great New Year's, and we look for you coming on. Uh, join us January 13th that we have um, Mar coming on uh, Monroe, and then we also have. Uh, uh, Nick coming on, who are two big subject to originator who created thousands and thousands and thousands of loans. Um, and it will structure in a certain way um, and talk about how to make it so it's sellable um, and protect the borrower because the, the push is we're going to protect borrowers, protect borrowers, protect borrowers, um, which is the Dodd-Frank kind of mindset. And we'll also have Max join as well to talk about structuring notes in a way that is legal and binding but also the way to sell the note for the highest dollar amount that you can you can get and what what ways or options you have so cool well thank you again david appreciate you joining us on the live feed we're disconnecting there and uh, yeah, i hope everyone you. does well for the weekend anytime guys <laughs>